Hi, this is Sarit Schwetzer, and welcome to the It Is Taught podcast, a podcast devoted to the teachings of Rabbi Schneir Zalman of Liadi, as recorded in his most famous work, the Tanya. My hope for this show is to make these teachings accessible and relatable to the average person, regardless of prior Jewish education or affiliation. The episodes follow the prescribed daily study portions and are meant to serve as practical lessons in how to live your life as your true self and develop an authentic and powerful relationship with your creator. I have personally experienced the effects the study of this work has had on me, and I'm excited to share what I can of this knowledge with you. So please join me on this journey of learning, self-growth, and connection with your source. Hi, and welcome to the It Is Top podcast. This is episode 281 for the third of Elul and a leap year. So several years ago, there was a movie that came out that was pretty popular and that I actually really enjoyed a lot. And I don't tend to enjoy that many movies. It was called Limitless. Maybe some of you have seen it. Uh, for those of you who, ha- who haven't, the ba- basic premise of the movie is that you have the, this main character and he is kind of this like loserish kind of guy. He's a struggling author, can't really get his life together, kind of depressed, severely in need of a haircut and a good shower probably. And his, ho- his house is just chaos, a mess. He really, he can't get it together. And his friend introduces him to this drug, which will give him the power to go beyond his limits, to actually become smarter, to become motivated, to get his life together. So he decides to give it a try and it works. And the whole movie kind of centers around what happens to him then. I'm not going to give the movie away and it's kind of a little bit like periphery to our topic today, but I do think it's interesting in light of the fact of this striving for the limitlessness that we all strive for. We all want to be more than we can be. We all want to be smarter than we can be, be greater than we can be. And we kind of, and I think what the movie does is there's this recognition of this untapped potential inside each and every one of us. So what if I were to tell you, and no, I'm not going to sell you a drug here, and I'm not going to promise any kind of really amazing superpowers or anything like that. But what if I were to tell you that there actually was a way to tap into this limitlessness on such a level that perhaps you won't become that Bradley Cooper, you know, that was the actor in the movie. You won't become this like the highest IQ in the world and all of that, at least not right now, but it will lead you into becoming tapped into this space of limitlessness, limitlessness that is not only relevant for yourself, but for the entire world, which will lead you and the entire world one step closer to actually truly living in a limitlessness way in, uh, in a really revealed way in the times of Mashiach. So what is this pill? What is this magic powder? What is this extra, this thing that we can do to tap into the limitlessness? So believe it or not, the very power to do this is the power of tzedakah, which we've been talking about uh, for quite a while in this section of the Tanya. Again, Igeris HaKodesh is filled with these these epistles of the altar of pleading with his chassidim to give more tzedakah and more tzedakah and more tzedakah and just all about giving tzedakah. So 
how is giving staka tied into the aspect of limitlessness and redemption, which is ultimately the idea of going beyond limits. The redemption of the world will be when the world comes to this place of limitlessness. So that like, you know, in this movie, it was kind of tapping into in, in this like superficial way that this guy took this drug and then he was able to get these powers. And as you see, there are certain side effects that come with that. Ultimately, with the coming of Mashiach, we're all going to be living like this guy. Our, our IQs, our our um our appearances are and i mean these are superficial things more everything about ourselves we'll be living our actualized selves to the fullest of our actual like our whole lives will be fully actualized to the fullest extent so why why is giving stucca something that we can do to tap into this sense of limitlessness well basically it's by looking at when we look at like us versus God, what is one thing that really separates us from God is that we are limited and God is not, right? And when we talk about the God's ultimate attribute, which is kind of like what we've been talking about for a while now, the attribute that kind of epitomizes God, God especially in terms of our relationship with God, what is that attribute? It's the attribute of, of Hashem's chassad, of God's kindness, of God's giving. And since God is by nature unlimited, then his attributes are also unlimited. So thus, when he's giving his chassad into the world, when he's pouring forth his kindness into the world, it's in an unlimited kind of way. This may not always be visible to us in an unlimited way, but it is. It's always, it's, it's unlimited. This is the nature of God. And this is in contrast to us. When we do kindness, when we give, it's in, uh, we're, we're, our natures are to be measured in this way. Like we don't have this like un naturally this like um this unlimited resource of giving we all get burnt out at some point or another when we're giving true when we're giving for ourselves we talked about the idea of boundaries of codependence how people really do start to get resentful if they feel like that they're giving too much but so how do we get around this is actually ironically by giving more <laughs> and what do i mean by giving more giving in a godly way tapping into the aspect of giving in a way that's associated with the with the way that God wants us to give and give doing chesed, giving selflessly. And when we do this, when we give selflessly, when we give staka, when we just devote our lives to this giving, this is actually a way for us to tap into godliness, to tap into this limitlessness of of the world and our, of ourselves. And when we do this, we actually elicit this power of limit the limitless down here into this world and we and we draw it down even more. And as we'll see, this actually relates to the beginning. Today we're going to be concluding the epistle uh, 10 and in the beginning of this epistle we began with a citation about Hashem's chesed, and we had a question on the the verbiage there, where we said kilo tamnu chasadecha, and we asked why is it when which literally means that your chesed, your kindness, did not end. And we said that a simpler way to say this would have been kilo tamu. It's a slight difference, but instead of the word tamnu, it would be tamu. And we asked why did uh, did the scripture use this word tamnu instead of tamu? And so now today we're going to answer that by really talking about this idea of 
the limitlessness nature of God and the limited nature of man and how we're trying to tap into the limitless nature of God through us giving staka. So let's get into the text and see how the Altar Abba explains this. So the Altar Abba begins as kind of like a continuation from last time where he says that this aspect of chesed that is without limitations and without measurement, this is what we started talking about yesterday where we talked about this aspect of Hashem's chesed that is without limitations that we should just give and give and give without measure is called by the name of God. God. So what does that mean? How do we call this type of giving that's like unlimited and without measure is chaste Hashem, the kindnesses of God. As it says, and this is from Tehillim chapter 103 verse 17, that the chesed of God is, is forever and ever. So there's something about God's chesed that is truly, really everlasting. And so now, so what do we mean by this? That specifically God's chesed is everlasting and without limit. So we know that it's true that Jewish people are, their nature is to be compassionate and to do good. This is one of the things that we spoke about before that like, if you want to, if you, if you have a question over if somebody's really Jewish or not, if you see that they're not a compassionate person, it might make you question their Judaism or if they're not somebody who gives, does chesed because it's the nature of Jews to be compassionate. It's the, it's our nature to be kind. So yes, it's true. This is our nature. Nevertheless, there is a limit to how compassionate a person can be because we are limited. We're limited beings, right? But when it comes to God, then God is totally infinite. And so thus his attributes are totally infinite as well. As it says, and this is from Echa chapter three, verse 22, that his mercies never cease. So Hashem, like we mentioned, all of his mitos, because he's unlimited, his attributes are unlimited as well. And we see that this is why, so now we're going back to that original citation that we started out this epistle with, which came from Echa chapter three, verse 22, where it said, that the kindnesses of God have not ended. Lo tamnu. And we ask the question, why is it tamnu and not tamu, right? So the altar explains here. He says the reason why we say lo tamnu specifically is because it's actually a play on words. Because in Hebrew, the word tamnu, tam, means it's, it means not ending, but it also comes from the root of tamim. Tamim means pure and whole. So it's basically what we're saying. If we read the, the verse in a different way, we're saying chaste Hashem, the kindnesses of Hashem. Why? Because we are not pure. We are not complete. We Each one of us has some kind of sin in us. Not, we're all imperfect. By virtue of being human, we're, all of us have imperfections within ourselves um, in the supernal worlds. And so thus, we need to act with the chesed of Hashem, which is without measurement and without any end in order to arouse within ourselves the great rahamim, the great um, mercies and the supernal chesed, the supernal kindnesses, which is this rav chesed that we talked about, that we spoke about previously, this uh, this higher level of chesed that comes from above. It's abundant chesed that comes from a place that's above all the worlds, above limitations and, uh, and mercies, rahamim, that are without limitations and without end. So Basically, like if we want to, so the, so the basic idea is that like our nature as human beings is to is limited. Our capacities for um, 
for kindness and for compassion is limited by nature because we are limited beings. But so if we want to, but, but, but because we are imperfect, because of the fact that we are not perfect beings, all of us sin to some extent or another, unfortunately, we need to tap into something that's above nature. We need to tap into this unlimited place. And the way that we can do that is through tapping into this Rav Chesed, this level of Chesed, of Hashem's Chesed that's not connected to the world, but that's actually higher and above all the worlds. To this place where it says, where his his uh, compassions do not cease. And so now we can understand this teaching of the sages, which we had brought up earlier, which is that the, the Jewish people are not redeemed, but through tzedakah. Tzedakah is the only thing that redeems the Jewish people. In Hebrew, so meaning that uh, that this is this is tzedakah that that we need to do that is not according to the letter of the law. So there's a legal amount of tzedakah that we have to give. We all have to tithe, right? We all have to give a tenth of our income to tzedakah. That's kind of like the letter of the law. Then there's like doing this mitzvah to its utmost extent. That's giving a fifth. But really, if we want true redemption, we need to give even more than this. We need to really, really go over and above that and just give, give, give abundantly and without limits. And then the altar but concludes this, this, uh, this epistle here with a really intense kind of like message, which comes from Sanhedrin, from the Gemara in Sanhedrin, page 97a, where it says, And David ba ad shetachle pruta minakis, meaning to say that uh, that David, that Mashiach ben David, the son of David, will not come until the pockets will be empty of even the smallest coin. So meaning to say that like the whole, that this idea of giving stuck out without limit to the point that like your coin, your pockets are totally, totally, totally empty is actually very much tied into Mashiach. And so that's the basic idea. So that's the end of the section. That's the end of the, the epistle today. And, um, and so again, the basic idea, same message as we've been saying for a while, but again, from a different angle is just to give and give and give and give. Don't think. Give without measure. Have your whole life be devoted to giving. Not in a way of accepting some, expecting something in return, which is like a more like codependent kind of giving and that like could leave a person feeling resentful. But give from a pure place. Give from an altruistic place. Give from a place that you really know that you are channeling God, that you're, you're really showering forth uh, godliness and and giving and trying to Im- emulate God in this limitless way and through doing this you can actually tap into this limitlessness not in a way that Bradley Cooper did in the movie which was very superficial and ended up having not such great effects if you uh, if you watch the whole movie spoiler alert <laughs> um, after the fact um, but uh, but really in a true way in a true way that can lead to the true limitlessness of the world and of creation and of all of humanity and everything else. That's it for today. And we will continue tomorrow when we begin a new epistle, Epistle 11. I'll speak to you then. Thanks for listening to the It Is Top podcast hosted by Sarit Switzer. This podcast is dedicated in loving memory of my maternal grandfather, Avraham Yitzhak ben Binyamin Cohen of Blessed Memory. Music by Shoshana. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the show, Please share it with others and subscribe on YouTube, Apple iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And make sure to leave us a five-star review. To find out more about the It Is Top project, including more information on my soon-to-be-published book, please visit our website, itistaught.com. To catch the latest from me, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Looking forward to speaking with you tomorrow, and until then, have a great day.